Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. One day, like three months after us talking, I was like, I'm about to, I need to get the hell out of here. Like, how do you feel about me moving to LA? She was like, fuck it, let's do it. So, What's up, guys? Welcome to the Open Late Podcast. I am your host, Drea Renee, and I'm so excited to be here talking about all things relationship dynamics and figuring out how relationships work. And that is what today is going to be all about. I have an amazing couple with us today, Brian and Audrey, who I'm so excited to share with you guys. So today we're going to be jumping into that and talking to Brian and Audrey about how they make it work. I just wanted to bring you guys on the show because when I see couples that are like making it work, doing the thing, especially in this world today, I always want to just ask them questions like, how are they making it work? What are your communication styles and all the things? So thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Let's just like jump right in. Talk to me a little bit about how you guys met and the journey you're on today in your relationship. We uh, both uh, did like our own little thing on social media during COVID and we both had a pretty solid following and we saw each other and I reached out on social media. So we met on social media on TikTok and I reached out and I had to be very yeah, so we met on we met on TikTok, and I had to be very persistent. She was playing hard to get, but I was very persistent. And then I asked her one night. I guess I got lucky. She said she was had a couple trulys that night, and she was like, "I was like, so when are we gonna Facetime?" And she was like, "Okay, do it right now." And so I called her right then and there, and then we talked for hours on Facetime, yeah. like never, never even on the actual phone. The first phone call we had was Facetime. No way! So you guys just and then like that was it into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then the next day he was like, what time do you get off work? And I'm like, oh, 6 p.m. But that's my time. So I was like, oh, he's not going to get this right. Yeah, because I was in D.C. still. And I was in L.A. So clearly all the way across. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, then what- and so he FaceTimed me right at 6. So right on time, that's how you guys started. And then what happened after that? How soon did you guys like say we're going to start doing this? Was it like instant connection? Like. We just started talking and then like one day, like three months after us talking, I was like, yo, I'm about, to, I need to get the hell out of here. Like this place is freaking ridiculous. I've been here so, so long. I'm, I, how do you feel about me moving to LA? And she was like, fuck it, let's do it. So we planned for like two months after that. So that's like four months, four and a half months down the road. About well, yeah. And then I was like, she flew out to DC like once and then the second time that she flew out we drove back because i had came and saw her twice here in la in that time frame and then she flew out the final time and then we packed my car and my dog up and drove cross country in my little fiesta st so this was all within four months of getting to know each other so you guys moved pretty fast oh yeah very fast it was like june is when he finally was like when are we gonna facetime I was like, okay, now. And then October is when he moved in and moved to LA. 
So talk to me a little bit about what people in your lives were saying. Cause like on this podcast, we talk about people jumping in too fast or falling in love too quickly and it taking over your life. And so did anybody have hesitations about you guys doing this? Cause you didn't really know each other that well. What was that experience like? I mean, it was definitely like that. My mom's already low key conspiracy theories type. So like <laughs> she was, she was cool with it. And then I was like, why are you so cool with it? And she was like, Oh, cause I already did my research on her and her family. And I was like, Oh, all right. So that's cool. But then my friends were like, yo, this is so out of character for you. And I was like, exactly. I do. I, I keep, we keep failing every other way. Right. Why not do something out of character? And then push comes to shove. Like I still moved to LA at least for a little bit, you know, even if I have to come back home, like, but that wasn't the goal. So obviously two years later. So, but yeah, I mean, some people were very skeptical. My friends were very skeptical just because they saw me spend too much of my life, like wasting my time with right. my past ex. And they just were just so protective. And it's it was a minute before I started dating Brian and really dating anyone. And so they were just very on guard. It's like in that moment, all I could do was just, okay, like, let's add him on FaceTime. Like, let's all meet, you know? Right. So my two closest friends got to meet him via FaceTime, you know? And they both like, the first time hmm. after they spoke to him, were like, yeah, you guys are just fine. Like, no, no worries. Like, he just solidified it. Just, he's just very respectful. I'm him. Yeah. That's You're the him. <laughs> I am. Yeah, but she's that girl too. So, like, it just worked out. And it was like, once people saw us together, then they were like, oh, okay. I get it. Right. It makes sense. And, like, her dad FaceTimed me and we got on, or no, he called me and before. And we had a long, not even that long of a conversation. It was really easy, though. Like. Her parents love me. My mom loves her. So it's pretty easy. And my mom doesn't really like a lot of the people I've ever dated. So that's okay. a very big win. She loves I, Audrey. So yeah, that's. I can relate to that. Uh, so I want to know about like your individual journeys before getting into this relationship. Did you guys feel like you were already ready? Like you took some time to be single or were you still had some things that like maybe you had to work on getting into the relationship? Because you know, everyone's always like, oh, you have to be whole. You got to be this. Take some time to yourself. Do you guys feel like you were in that place by the time you like made the full connection or did you still have some things you needed to work on? I mean, for me, I was like in this complete like screw it mode. You know, I didn't want to date anymore. I didn't want to try. And then here he comes and I'm like, all right, this is real life. You know, so it did challenge me. It forced me to face like things that I needed to still work on. And even to this day, like no relationship is going to start off perfect. And when you're with your person, you're going to find things that you need to continue working on and to continue growing because you're not going to be the same person in five years. It's a whole different relationship in five years. You mm -hmm. have to continuously find ways to love each other, you know? But during that time, I was like, what is happening? This was so fast. Like I, oh my God, I was not ready for this. But it's that reassurance and that communication that he gave me that made me feel like, okay, like I'm doing the right thing and he's going to help me navigate all of these like past things that I'm still working on since right. I was just completely not ready. I was just like, Oh my God, what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> right. And what about for you, Brian? I think honestly, I had just gotten out of a, actually I was single for a little bit, but I was just like, you know, doing your, doing your thing. It was the first time I was single in like six years. So like I was like doing my own thing, but it was like, I was so ready and knew I had been in a lot of relationships, long lasting relationships, not saying that they were all really good. I mean, I got a lot of good out of them. I try not to look at the negative all the time, but I knew what I wanted at that point. Like I knew it. So any girl I went on a date with at that point, 
it was if if it was just like a wham bam thank you ma'am type of thing like you knew what it was because I knew what I wanted but right. with her I was like I'm I gotta move up I, I can't be that we can only talk on the phone all the time we can right. only be virtual all the time there is no physical aspect to it so I was like if she can keep my attention like this then great like awesome that that's a plus so that's the biggest point and that's what a lot of people are age like lose the topic is like, can you actually sit down and have a long, meaningful conversation with the person that you, because most of the time you can't because most of all the conversations you have. So I really, I really was in a place where I didn't care if I got in a relationship, but I was also open to it. And I was like, let's do it. Like there's no point not to, it feels. I think it's so interesting, like dating today, because every everybody's so disposable. There's so many options. And so when you find someone that you can really connect with, it's like people don't really understand that that's such a valuable thing because our culture has changed so much with online dating, Instagram, you know, all the things you, you're just being constantly stimulated. How do you guys keep things fresh in your relationship? How long have you guys been together? Two years, a little two over years, two years now. Yeah two years wow i didn't realize you guys like got together that fast i think that's so beautiful what initially attracted you guys to each other like what qualities were you like this is what i want in a partner the empathy that she showed when we had a conversation about i mean multi being cultural and about the culture it was a conversation we had i don't know if she really wants me to say what happened nothing hurtful whatsoever we had a conversation and she just showed a level of empathy that I'd never experienced in a partner before, before I was even that attracted to him. And I was like, that's it. And that was the first night we talked. Yeah. I was like, there was tears shed that night. That's how like, mm. like it was like a crazy conversation. I was like, damn, I never heard. And also like, I'm from Northern Virginia, DC, Maryland area. Like no matter if it's still the Northern part closer to the cities and stuff, it's still pretty like judgmental in a lot of ways. So, but I mean, also to keep it fresh, we just are honest with each other. And we like, like with everything, like, yeah, there's temptation and there's things like that. Like that's every, with everything, like everything, it's with everything, like everything. You have to categorize it with everything, but we also, we're very down to earth with ourselves and what we like, what we need from each other. What's that? It's, you just have to be honest. People just lie about themselves or they just don't know who they are. But also listen, though. Like, you have to listen because, you know, I'm the person that won't directly ask him what and, like, tell him what I need sometimes. Sometimes I'm just, like, I beat around the bush because I get scared to ask for things. And that's just, like, something I work on, right? But, you know, with him, it's, like, he listens to what I need in a way that, like, I'm not fully explaining, you know? And vice versa with him. You know, if he just says, like, a few cute cute words, I'm like, okay, like, we need to go to the store, get some ice cream, like, let's just chill tonight. Or, like, no, let's get our ass up and go to the gym. Like, we got to do something, you know? So yeah. it's just listening to each other and understanding that, that aspect of it. Amazing. And in terms of, like, your communication styles, like, how would you say you guys navigate that? I mean, do you guys feel like, you know... Obviously, every relationship has their hurdles and the, like, moments and the things. How do you guys navigate that? Like, are we, like, having big confrontations? Can we have discussions? Like, if, if an issue comes up. We, we don't have big confrontations. Like, we don't get, we yeah. do not blow up. We do not call people out of each other's names. 
We do not throw things. We do not slam doors. I might grunt and huffs every now and then. Like, I might get a little pissed off, but like, we're human. We, we don't get disrespectful. Stop disrespecting your partner. Like, when you're having a conversation, like, people make mistakes, people do things, but like, you can limit like that. You don't need to raise your voice. Like, I naturally have a loud voice. So, like, if I even get a little bit excited, it sounds like I'm yelling. Which she's had to learn, like, I'm not yelling. I'm just, like, passionate, passionate about it just like you are. My voice is just loud. Like, so, like, just, uh, I literally, I don't think we've ever said, like, called, like, each other a bitch or, or anything Ew. like that. Like, I don't think we've ever called each other a name. Have you guys come from those places? Were you in previous relationships where things like that happened? Or that's just, like, not your style? Oh, it was toxic. It. I've been in relationships where I've literally cussed each other out and then cuddled the same night like i know like what are we doing like why what in the world that wasn't okay mm-hmm. but no we don't we don't do that that is not something we do and i think uh, it's so interesting that you bring that up because i don't know if you guys notice like a lot of times on instagram those vibes are sort of glamorized in a way of this whole thing of like keeping that adrenaline rush and that roller coaster. And some people can say when things aren't like that, it's quote unquote boring. Like, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? If you're not I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm a, I'm a firm believer. I mean, cause you know, both of us, we have certain platforms at, at, that have some type of status and, and I through growing up when it comes to like social media and like the stigma of all that and being toxic a little bit and it being like the thing no, like I'm not, I'm, we're not, we don't post each other on social media all the time. Like I was we know each other's stories stuff that. like that. Yeah. Like we, that, that is something that I have noticed when you look at power couples and you look at all these big name couples, they're not all over each other's social media. That is private. Keep it private. Mm-hmm. Stop letting everybody in your house. Not everybody gets to sit on your couch. And when, as soon as you do that, and most of the social media like that's why I do a lot of the things I do, and when it comes to the quotes and stuff, they're not always uplifting. Sometimes they're depressing, a little depressing in some sense because most people on social media, ninety percent of them are giving you all the good. Right. So most of the time, and then you also open the door for judgment for for things that are not needed or wanted, you know. And we just don't partake it there's no point we don't have it we don't do the toxic behaviors in this right and and being yeah, i mean like for me it's just no like for me it's just like why even bother like why why do all of that and like why why let social media like i know like women it's hard and I, i'll admit it like i get insecure and like just even scrolling not even with my relationship or anything like that just naturally insecure you scroll you see all of these beautiful women, beautiful things. Like you're just like, oh, I wish I could be that. I wish I could be this person. And then it's like, no, like you need to ground yourself. And it just, you know, like when we first started dating, you know, we had so many people trying to input their their words, and it was just past people, you know, past exes, like just people just trying to. They mad. They hate. Yeah, just trying to group. It. So it's like, why not just keep everything a mystery to everyone else? Like everyone else doesn't need to see like our love if and our you relationship. You see me out. Then you see me. Simple as that. Simple as that. that? If you where I'm at, then you see me. It's simple as that. Like if, if there's a reason why you have to have the small circles. Right. And for we both were having huge circles for a very long time. Yep. And that wasn't working. Like it was causing problems. 
So it was like, all right, let me keep my circle really small, keep our relationship to ourselves and what we like, what we don't like, the thing, the people we want to be around, the people we don't want to be around, our activities. And we also show interest in things like I picked up golf because she grew up golfing her entire life. So I was like, dad, I always wanted to golf and I'm trying to be at these country clubs. I'm trying to do it up. Places I never thought I'd be. She picked up snowboarding. She started, she got a little motorcycle. We started riding bikes together. Find new things to do together and stop being so terrified of everything. But people are lazy. Mm-hmm. And that's where the boring comes in. Like that's where people get bored because they just expect something exciting and that's where that like toxicity like anger and like fighting like oh let's fight and let's then let's be all cuddly it's like no like find something else exciting that boosts your adrenaline in a different way versus like whatever social media is doing at the time because people are just so focused on social media and what social media is doing what's trending and what's happening and what couples should be doing versus just like putting your phone down and just living your life you know and you guys both have you know a social media presence like how do you handle those inside people coming in? I don't know if people like are all up in your DMs. Do you guys ever experience any jealousy? Like, how do you handle that that part of it? Because you you know you, you have a big following, so I imagine when you are exposed like that, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming at you, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you guys first because I just love how you guys operate. And when you are a couple that is like, hey, I'm gonna put this part of myself out there. You know, it, it can be wild in the DMs. It can be a little crazy. So how do you guys handle that? Honestly, I think I'm kind of lucky. I mean, every now and then, I mean, it, I'll get like a random. Do you DM. see this man? Yes, he gets DMs. Okay. Like, let's, let's, let's be honest. But it's some things we can like laugh about, though. It's nothing where it's like. I mean, ugh. yeah, I mean, but honestly, like, I don't ever answer anybody. So I think a lot of people and like, I don't answer a lot of comments, to be honest, which probably hurts my algorithm. But so what? So I think a lot of people know, like, I'm very private. Honestly, it just, we're just honest. I just like, I don't know. It's just, we don't, we don't let social media and that. Like, honestly, we use it for a business. I, I like it's business to us. It's not I'm telling you and showing you. It's also like a diary as as well. Like here's what I can show my kids we were doing when we were thirty some years old and blah 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 blah. And then I also use it for business. Right. So I have, we have golf company deals, we have sponsors, we have a golf company that we work for, um, called Good Boy and Good Girl Golf. Like we work together on that. So that's huge. We just we just don't let it happen. I mean, that's exactly at least I did it too. I mean, she's beautiful. I know she gets DMs too, so I'm not Yeah, I, but I just show him. Like it, that's the thing. I'm just like, oh look at this. Uh, it's funny. Cause like I don't care and I know he's not insecure in that way, you know, where he would get upset. It's just like, oh look at this. Right. So you guys you know, don't like really we have look- that element in your relationship of the jealousy. I just found out that just being jealous of anything, like it, I just find it flattering if somebody, male or female, and some my girl, like that's flattering. It's just all about like what happens next. You know? Door, get down. Our dogs are up here. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're good. You're good. Um, I wanted to talk uh, to you about this big trend that's going on. So this podcast, I've taken it over from the previous host Jess, who this was all about polyamory, and there's a lot of people doing like this ENM ethical non-monogamy. What are y'all's thoughts on that? Because I feel like that's a big new age, trendy thing to kind of open your relationship. Like a lot of people are doing that. 
What are y'all's thoughts on that? And what do you think about that? I don't, I think if it works for you, it works for you. Right. It's not something where I want to share my person and myself with multiple, multiple people on a regular basis. If you want to bring somebody into, I, I'm more, we're more of the old fashioned. If you wanted to bring some, uh, like, it, 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 whatever you want to do, it, it's on you. Um, I don't think people should just jump into it without having any knowledge of what they're doing. Right. I think they should educate themselves on what the community is and what revolves around it. Like, because I think a lot of people think it just revolves around sleeping with people. And I, from what I know, it's not that. That obviously is a big part of it because that's the way of life, but it's way bigger than that. So do your education. Mm -hmm like really educate yourself before you start jumping into these other relationship styles like because you might find yourself in a whirlwind and now you're in a depression or stuck with something that you didn't want to do right yeah and just setting your expectations like knowing what you want and if if that's something that someone's like interested in then that's great and just understand like what you're wanting and expecting from from this experience and not you know not holding yourself back to anything right but just also and just enjoying yourself. And it doesn't even matter. Like, who cares? It's 2023 right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it really is. We're all, we're, we're breathing. We're all experiencing things when you just like, as long as someone's happy, like that's my thing. As long as you're happy, exactly. and you're not doing it in a toxic or like addictive way. Like, yes, like live your life, like be happy. As long as it makes you happy and makes you feel good, you know? Yeah. And Brian, you mentioned uh, old fashioned. So I'm sure you guys know too, there's like a big gender war going on right now with like men versus women. And the men are like saying women aren't accountable. And then it's sort of like, like the Kevin Samuels, Andrew Tate energy about like a woman is supposed to do this or a man sure, leave it. This role. Uh, what are y'all's thoughts on that? And how does any of that show up into your relate relationship? So for instance, is do you guys operate from that dynamic of like, Ryan's the man, he's the leader, that's how it goes. Audrey, you're the woman. Because, you know, I have my other podcast that I do. And, oh, God. You know, mm. and, and you know what I'm saying? And so there's a lot of that, like, we got to go back to the, the days of like, men have to be men. So like, do, does any of that mm. come up for you guys and how you navigate situations or decisions? No, I think we more or less just whatever our, whatever... Whatever our roles are that we can fill, even if we can double up on a role, then we'll fill it. Like okay. whoever can fill it, fill it. Like if you can do something better than I can, that's cool. Do it. Like <laughs> I'll find something else that I can do better than you that we can, now we can make this. Now I got a, I got somebody rowing a boat. Now I got somebody steering it. Like, you know, like now we got this boat actually moving. We're not fighting each other for who's going to do this, who's going to do that. So I mean, and life changes every 10, 10 years, you know, and those roles might change, might switch. Yep. You might do different things, but I mean, most of the time, sometimes I act like more of a girl, to be honest. And, <laughs> but in the old fashioned ways, I guess you could say, but. But see, I was also raised in Nebraska and my mom is a very traditional woman. And if I was to bring Brian to the house, like. The first time meeting and you sit down and you eat a home-cooked meal, my mom will judge me if I do not make his plate. Like, it's like, just make your man's plate, bring it to him, you know? And it's just those old things, but I love it. I love 
seeing my mom do that for my dad growing up and like just making sure that like I enjoy cleaning the house. I enjoy when Brian gets off work and he comes home and the house is clean. Like he's not seeing clutter or just seeing like a to-do list. So it's like, if I can do that, like a thousand percent in my day, I will do that for him. Or like, I will make sure I do at least something, right? Exactly. So like that's where those like old fashioned traditional like views for me, like come into play. And I know he enjoys it. But it's also coming from my not happy. Brian's coming home and being like, hey, where's my food? You know what I mean? It's not that vibe. Right. It's, it's coming more from a place of like, I want to open my heart and do something nice for my partner. That's more of the space. And that's how I yeah. operate too. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want to do this because I love this mm -hmm. person, not because he has a penis and I'm supposed to put his plate on the table. Like, that's not what we're right. doing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. And that's the thing too, is a lot of like, like just that right there, like being greeted when you come in the door every time, like she, there is never a time that I come in the house and she does not greet me. Oh my God, you guys really? Like literally. And if I don't, and if we don't greet each other before we leave, then it is a problem. Oh yeah. Like, so like, excuse yes. me, come here. I'm like, oh my bad. But like that like sometimes I might roll my eyes or something, but like that actually is a big thing. Like I've never had that before. And you just keep doing the same things that work. And if they don't work, then you find new things that work. But see, that's what and a lot of important. You know, those little things, those little moments. Yeah, and a lot of yeah, a lot of women and unfortunately I've noticed with my friends and their girlfriends and wives and girls they've talked to, they're like, Oh, I don't want to do all that. Why do I gotta do it? Like it's like, come on, like, but you're expecting him to do all of this and he's not even asking you to do it. Like, it's just like, all right, well, I guess, you know what? I guess I'm going to stop McDonald's and give me 10 piece nugget. Right. Like, fuck it. And you know what? I will say, and I will call. And he go, enjoy the nuggets. Exactly. I had to call myself out because I think there was a time and a space where I did live in that place of like, not that I didn't need a man, but I think that energy was just like, I don't know, like I can do it all by myself, you know, and not realizing that when you are in a relationship with someone, it is important to feel needed by your partner, right? Like you want to feel like you're useful and that you are both doing things for each other. And so those little moments of like just greeting each other when you see each other, like if you start dropping that, then that's when the relationship starts to fall apart right? It's like two years in, you guys are still making it important to do those things. Like that, that's really foundational to keeping the relationship going. No matter how long you've been with your partner, you should still continue to date your partner. Exactly. It doesn't but matter if it's been five years, 20 years. Like I cannot wait for the day that we're just like old and gray and he comes home with like flowers and I have like dinner cooked, like just something like those little things. Like I don't know. Matter. I'm a I'm a sap sometimes. Oh, She's a sap. I love that. And and talk to me a little mm -hmm. bit about love languages for you guys. Like, do you guys know your love languages? Is it something you think about? Like, how does that show up for you? Okay, I need physical touch. I am a huge physical touch person. Like, I'm all over him right now. And see, he's like leaned back and chilling, oh, and I'm like this. I'm like, hi, touch me, and then. Just like affirmations, like words of affirmations. I don't need gifts. I don't need money to make me feel good. I don't need him to go and buy me food all the time to make me feel good. It's literally just, food. I do like food though. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like any food will make me feel better. <laughs> yes. But that's not something I need in a relationship or that I'm like needing in a partner. 
I'm just needing, you know, just the words of affirmation is so nice to hear. And we say that all the time, like even just through like the goofiest things, like we could joke with each other. And I know it's like at a place of love versus like always being so a hundred percent like sappy and just like, Oh, I love you. I love you too. Like that's not us. Like we'll be like, yeah, fuck around with each other all the time. And I just know it's love. What about you, Brian? What are your love languages? Um, I like gifts. But okay. I, I don't like, but I don't like, like, you don't need to go buy me like $200 pair of shoes. Just doing things like doing things is, is what for me, like I did, but I also like think that comes from like, and I do like to be touched, but only like sometimes. Okay. Uh, like only like sometimes I'm like a cat, honestly, <laughs> like touch me when I want to. Literally. Oh, my cat. That's on but, my uh, but I think it just comes from like being a kid and like, being raised by a single mom with two kids and like just doing things for people those make like make my life a little easier somehow and it and i do like shoes but that's not it like it's not about He's like, a no, shirt or a gift or something or something like that it's about like funyuns funyuns yeah okay yeah you're just brought it back to funyuns yeah. like guys like flowers too and then oh i got this bubble bath for you to try why don't you try this out like i thought of you like things like that like guys like that a lot of guys like that because if you think about it the only time a guy gets flowers is on his funeral like think about it like when does a guy get flowers i do that you're saying that because i gave my dad flowers recently and he was like i yeah. bet he loved it no, he's from Texas. He was like, you don't give a man flowers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He was like, what the hell is this? Yeah, but I, I, I do stuff like that because I do think... He liked it. Especially, I know, later on, he was like, oh, it was nice. But, you know, I do think it's important to do those things, especially when there is such an expectation on men to show up in a certain way. And sometimes women, we can, like, sit back. And I do think it's important to to highlight your partner. Another thing I wanted to point out that I love about you guys is that you seem like your friends too. Because I've dated people that like I really was not friends with. Like we were just like boyfriend and girlfriend. But you guys seem like just outside of the romantic aspect. You're also just friends. Like when I see you guys together, I'm like, look at them. They're just like homies too. But also like in love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 We're definitely Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, for sure. We are glued. We do everything together. Yeah, I was with, like, I grew up with all brothers, you know, and three older brothers. So I've just always been a tomboy naturally. I love being a woman and dressing up and getting my makeup done and doing my makeup and feeling beautiful in that aspect. Right. But I also just, like, love being, like, dirty and just, like, hanging with the guys. Like, that's just been my vibe. So I think that's where like I can float around and feel like a friend with him and his friends versus like, oh, this is my girlfriend. She's tagging along. Right. You know? like like, you're, okay. So we're going to get a little deep. I have a question since you talked about your childhood. So like in every relationship, right? Sometimes our like childhood trauma and our things will show up. Is there anything that you guys like struggle with or like little things that like you're working on that you would share with us that like, you know, it's just like part of your relationship and it might be a struggle, but like you guys are both aware of it and navigating. Like for me, I have major daddy issues and that likes to show up in my relationships. And so like, I've had to do so much work to kind of navigate. It's true. I'm like, okay, this is not. You were just the response. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Just how you delivered it. I do. Like, cause I, listen, I think honestly, I don't have. I have childhood trauma. Everybody has some type of childhood right. trauma, but I've healed mm -hmm. from a lot of it because my dad wasn't around at all either. 
So like I've healed from a lot of it. I think I'm going to experience it in our relationship when we have kids. I think that's when I'll really experience it. Okay. And like, I don't know how to be a dad, like type deal. Like I've never seen it actually happen every day, but I get it. Like, I'm sure I'm going to be wonderful, but I think that's when I'll experience. No, I mean, I know who he is. I know where he is. I've seen him. I've been to his house. Like, he was in and out of my life as a child a little bit. And then as an adult, he tried one time and it was just an abomination of a experience. But um, yeah, but I don't, I don't really deal with any childhood traumas when it comes to a relationship. Right. Unless she thinks there is something. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I just, I know you're raised by a really strong woman. So when you think of something that like you need me to do, like you do expect like some strong, like, response with that because april is very strong and very independent and very like i'm gonna get this shit done so i know that's what he not like expects it's just that's what he knows because that's what he grew up with and that's how he was raised and i'm also that woman i'm gonna do it even if that means i only get two hours of sleep i'm gonna make sure i do everything that i need to do you know like i will just make sure i get it done you know yeah and Audrey, do you have anything for you that kind of shows up or do you feel like you dealt with those things outside of the relationship and you can kind of navigate it on your own? I mean, for me, it's like, I know I was, I was raised with like my three brothers, but they're also very much older than me. So I was also kind of a single child at the same time. And in my family, like we didn't talk feelings. We didn't talk. We didn't, we just didn't talk. Right. So it was all just internalized and I'm going to figure it out. And me being a Gemini, like I'm a true Gemini, like I am strong and I'm going to do it myself. And I hate asking for help or asking for something. So that's something like I still work on and struggle like on a daily basis, not, not only just with Brian, but just in my day-to-day life, you know, trying to like open my arms and be like, okay, yeah, I do need help versus just being like, nah, I got it. I'll figure it out. Right. She had Gemini for sure. And Brian, you guys, I love, as everybody knows in open late, I love astrology stuff. I, that's like, a, I think that's the first thing I asked you guys. I'm like, what's your sign? Like I had, I barely didn't even know your name yet. I'm like, <laughs> what's your sign? I think Brian, you're, are you an Aquarius? Yes. That's I'm an Aquarius and Pisces. I'm, I'm both technically. Cause I'm February 18th. So yeah, I'm all screwed up. You got the Aquarius and Pisces. Woo. Yeah. Okay. So you guys say you spend a lot of time together. Talk to me about the balance that you have individually, if you have that. Like, do you guys make it an important thing to kind of take time apart? Or are we like, hey, mm-hmm. we're living here? We don't plan in our time. It's it's very hard to explain at the moment. I feel like we're just busy. Yeah, like, like we don't, we just work well together and kind of building like this power couple empire when it comes to this golf company and working with them mm-hmm. and what we can both do. And it's... It's one of those things we're so busy, like she said, where we just are together. We don't really, I think we subconsciously, like, she's more of a, I want to be around you all the time. I can spend time with you and never get sick of you. I don't get sick of people. I do, but like, I get, I get like overwhelmed with one thing because I'm so ADHD that I need to do multiple things. So if you can't keep up with me, I can't feel like I'm holding your hand to do something else. So I'll just go do it. And she's gotten to a place where she's like, all right, just let him go be a boy and be by himself and go mm-hmm. do his own thing. But that's something that we work on. Like, it seems like we're got it well, all worked out. We don't, there's still a lot to work on myself, 
and and our relationship period so like you're always going to work on things i mean i ask people that have been married for 50 years yeah some of them have jokes and say just say your wife's right and then some of them are like no just listen to each other so if you're just listening to each other my estimation is that means you're still working at all times if you're listening that means you're having to learn so you're learning how to make it happen all the time it's just going to get a little easier and then times it'll be hard so and it's paying attention if you know he's seeming like annoyed like every little thing's annoying him and like the guys want to go ride on their motorcycles like please please go have some guy time let out some testosterone like please go ahead and do that it's just you know lately we've just been so focused and hustling on like our future and what's next that like when you asked that i'm like oh wow we really even haven't done anything apart in a long time other than like the other night when he just went and rode his motorcycle but, but we, like we do the same things though. yeah right and that's where it's, it's hard so how to separate it yeah how are you gonna do it by yourself if you do the same things right and that's what i'm saying if it's, like we got into the same things i think i think it's a beautiful thing you know what i'm saying and it seems like you guys aren't in a in a relationship where it's like this toxic thing it's an unhealthy thing you guys seem to have that balance of still making it work, spending time together, having those moments where you can spend it apart. It still works. Like you said earlier, you guys, if it's working for you and you are truly happy, it doesn't really matter like what the formula is. If you, it, It's so hard just living in this world anyway. If you find that person and it's like, then you just do that and, and you make it work. I wanted to ask, as you guys are working together, has anything new come up for you? Like in your personalities that you were like, oh, this, I didn't know this was, part of their personality because I feel like sometimes when you're working together that can put on like a different hat in your relationship or did it just flow the same I think it just flowed the I same think, yeah we watch each other work all the day long she works from home and I'm always networking and talking to people and telling her oh look what this I did with this and, and we're just sharing ideas with each other all day so it really just I've never been I'm gonna tell you she's the only partner I've ever had in my entire life that I feel like I could run a company with Aww. and it wouldn't affect our relationship. I mean, eventually something would in a way, but I don't think that it would be a burden on us. And as we've been working with this golf company, it's been actually getting better because we learn each other's professional professionalisms, you know what I mean? Learn how each other work mm -hmm. and yeah. how to do it side by side, but we already know each other. So we know each other, how each other work. So now we know how to do things together and it, no, no, it's just easy and it's and it sounds like too would be true but it really is just kind of easy when you're honest with yeah. each other and just yeah say hey i need this or i don't want this or i'm feeling like we should do this today or how do you feel about this like just being honest people are scared to ask each other questions yeah mm -hmm. i mean I, I that's a great point i have people and friends of mine that are in relationships that will come and talk to me so deeply about things i'm like oh well why don't you go talk to your partner and like oh i can never say that to them and i'm like what like you guys together, like how could you not say this to your partner? How is this your person if you can't communicate with them? Right? Like mm -hmm. I, I don't understand. Yeah. But you guys seem like you, if you have, can't talk to them, then you shouldn't be with them. But you know what? So many people are in relationships. And again, that's why I wanted to highlight you guys on how you make it work. Just because I think there are a lot of people who are just in bad situations. They get comfortable and they don't want to go out there and date. Because dating is, I mean, think about it, you know, like being out there now with everybody just disposable, like sleeping around, like it's crazy out there, you know? And the fact that you guys have found each other and wow. the way you found each other, 
I think it, it honestly is a beautiful thing. And that you guys still kind of maintain some, and it's okay if people aren't traditional, but that you guys can just be together, you're working together. You know, not a lot of people have that all over the place. They just don't, especially in Los Angeles, you guys. <laughs> like, it's it's just it's just not happening. It is like, it's like a Marvel movie with no superheroes. I mean, yeah. you guys, you guys know, I when you met me, I was with my ex. And now, like, being back out there in the scene, Lord, help me. <laughs> like, it it's is, probably wild. I'm actually, I would be terrified. You yeah. sh- don't come out here. It's not fun. It's not, <laughs> it's not fun. The streets ain't for everybody. It's not for everybody. I mean, I got to take my wig off in front of somebody else. I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. I date interracially. And it's like, that's a whole other experience in itself. I wanted to talk to you guys about that. You know, it's not such a big deal in LA, but you know, going to other states at times, traveling to places. Have you guys had any like negative experience dating interracially? Like, why are you with her? You know, when you see people that are like, or even in your families, like, did any of that show up at all? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll speak for, for my side, you know, like it was honestly something that I was scared about with my family just because in the Midwest, you know, how do I want to say this? This is a reason why I left Nebraska because I didn't want to feel closed in. I had to feel like I had to have these rights and what these people say is true. And I have to live by this and blah, 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 blah. Like, I just didn't want to do that. You know, and I wanted to love who I wanted to love at the end of the day. And yeah. like with my family, it was something I was nervous about, but at the end of the day, when my mom and my dad met him, they were open arms. Of course, it's my like deeper family. Because I'm him. <laughs> it's my deeper family. Like my aunts and uncles, you know, I get nervous about because they're just, just growing up. I just saw so much things that like, I know that I will not project onto my family mm-hmm. that I have, you know, and I took that with like a grain of salt, knowing that like, hey, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to go to L.A., and my family will be my family, but if I don't communicate with you guys every single day or at all, even, then that's okay because I'm happy. I'm living my life. Right. And I've just like, let it go. I'm just like, I'm happy. I have my mom, my dad, my really close, like family members. And I'm cool. Like yeah. that's all I need. I mean, I hear you. I'm from Texas and dating interracially there was not exactly uh, the easiest thing <laughs> in the world at all so i wanted to ask you guys and see if you experiences with that yeah especially yeah i mean i think i think you and me we we see it differently when we're in places than what the audrey or your other half would be at that time we don't really experience like anything family wise like her family freaking fucking loves me like yeah. i'm like the best thing since sliced bread to oh, pop around you love it. they love them and i love them oh, yeah. too and they're great they're awesome they raised a wonderful daughter they did a great job they she she can hang with the boys and dress like a lady at the same time so i'm yeah. happy about it but i think I what were the challenges we have is that I'll have to I have to educate her sometimes on things and it's not like a challenge on her aspect that's a problem it's just like we have to think about when we drove across country I was like let me look at the route because we have to make sure we're not going to like sundown towns and stuff like that (laughs) and she was like what's she was like what's a sundown town and I was like exactly my point you better get your ass out of there before sundown that's what that means. Yeah, like we're not stopping at the gas stations. We're not going to pee. 
over here. Okay. We're not doing it. No, no. Mm -hmm. we got to keep it moving. Like just things like that. And just being like, Hey, like, but now I see it from her aspect because now she's around a lot more minorities. Like she's the minority now when we go to a lot of functions and things like that a lot of the time. So like we're we're open. And the white the white girl pulling out, what's up, baby girl? Like it's it's a it's it's a function. It's a fun time and stuff like that. So it's like, but I know that I know if she ever felt some type of way, I know what that would feel like. Exactly. So we just make sure we surround ourselves with people that don't look at anything as a aspect of where you're from to be a judgment. Like if you're not praising it, then like, we're not, we're not, we don't mess with you. We don't talk to you. We don't hate you, but we just, we're not rocking with you. Yeah. We're not rocking with you. Keep it moving. And you guys, it's it's great because we are in LA. We're lucky that, you know, it's not a thing. If you walk into a grocery store, like in Nebraska or Texas, where you may get some, some neck turns and it still blows my mind that in 2023, I'm like, are you, are you, are you serious? Like you've never seen a black person and a white person together? Yeah. This is your first time. <laughs> like, we- like you ain't never, you ain't never seen a light skinned person before. Like, <laughs> like let's move on. But you guys have been so amazing. I'm going to ask you guys a few more questions before we go. Um, I want you to tell me like your favorite thing about each other. Like what's your favorite thing about Brian? What's your favorite thing about Audrey? Oh, I'll go first. I think it's, oh, I've never heard this. Whoa. No, you've heard this. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Oh wait, I heard this. No, it's, it's his drive and his like desire for me to be better as a person and his, his push to make me better because he sees my potential in whatever I'm doing, even if it's as silly as like cleaning up like the dishes. He's like, oh, you got it, babe. Like it's only taking you like two minutes, but it's like, it's that encouragement that I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I can do it. Or if I'm kind of just like throwing a fit and having just like my girly moment and I'm like, no, it's not working. I don't want to do this. You know, he just is like, it's really not that big of a deal. (laughs) So just like his way of grounding me, you know, it's like, that's why I said he's like my best friend, my partner, my like my therapist i know he hates trying to be like everything all in one but like if you are you are he just grounds yeah he just grounds me in that way and i i appreciate that drive and that push to make me always be a better person versus just feeling stuck oh okay brian (laughs) um i think it it really comes down to like she makes she takes pride in the things that she does and she doesn't like she doesn't just say fuck it a lot like she takes pride in how she works she takes pride in doing the things that she was raised to do and and i know that it doesn't make her like it's the things that she likes to do for me and for the household and for the everyone even the dogs like she likes to do those things and i see how much it actually works for her so it's just the drive to do those things repetitively and then also the empathy that she has. She is a very empathetic person. She is not a, well, sorry about it. I'm a, I'm sorry about it kind of guy. Like, and I have empathy, but like she has empathy for even a dog that chipped a nail and it starts to freaking walk a little limp. She almost <laughs> cries. She's about to cry right now. Like it's, it's that kind of empathy that really is my favorite thing. Like I know if I said, if I came to her and I really wanted to be a poor sap, she would actually like give me every bit of the affection I needed. Oh my God. I love you guys. Like, honestly, I (laughs) honestly so beautiful seeing you guys together. And I don't even know if you realize that you've had that effect on me. Um, And then my last question for you, you. 
advice would you give to people in relationships or wanting to get in relationships and how to navigate in today's society? I would say just be honest. And from day one, like if you know what you want in your partner, then that first conversation or the first couple conversations while you're getting to know someone, those things should be talked about because right now, like we don't have time to waste time. Like no one wants to sit there and waste like what I did 10 years of my life to get nowhere. Like, let's not do that, you know, and just setting those expectations and then being okay with if that person you're seeing doesn't fit those expectations. Okay. Let it go. And then meet someone new. Like it'll always have like just letting it go and not holding on to that person and be like, Oh, but he had this, this, and this. So this red flag is going to turn to like a beige flag, which will be fine. It'll turn to a green flag eventually. Like, just look for that potential, like see that potential and go for that. And if that person doesn't have it, it's okay. Like let them enjoy that time with someone else because you're not their person and they're not yours. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> Letting go. I needed to hear mm-hmm. that today. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would say just stop, stop competing all the time. Like it's not a competition. Stop, stop trying to race each other to a finish line. There is no finish line whatsoever. And the only finish line is when you're six feet under, like, that's it. Like, so I don't know why you're racing to that. So it's like, when you stop competing and you start completing each other and like, just complete the circuit. Like, like I said earlier, like, if you're better at something than me, then I need to find what I'm better than you at and take it off your hands and do this. And you can do that. Now let's find another circuit to close. Where do we need to fix it in? Like, and if we don't, how do we do it together? Like, you got to... We're, we got to use our bodies and our brains as a tool and put them together so we can be like one. You can't be one when you're competing. There is nothing, there is no team sport that the players compete against each other, but still win. It, yeah. It's not happening. I love that. Like, Stop competing yeah. against each other. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Is there anything else you want to just add or anything that I didn't cover that you want to just talk to or say anything about relationship? I mean, just have fun and just find your friend in your person, you know, don't just find your person, like find your friend. Cause at the end of the day, we all need friends. You guys are definitely that. You're such an amazing example of that. Oh, Brian, did you have anything? No, like she said, just have fun. Stop caring what people fucking think. Stop caring yeah. what people think because they are not in your kitchen. They are right? not in your kitchen. Brian, you always we do not I love it. You always keep it one hundred. <laughs> There's no other way I got to. I can't help it. Like take my mom. I'm telling you, if you ever met my mom at the wedding, you'll meet her. Oh, you'll you're gonna, meet her. You're gonna be like, Oh, this woman is wild. Oh my god, or, I can't or, wait. April eighty. I cannot wait. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys got something out of this on how we make it work with Brian and Audrey. Make sure you guys hit subscribe and that you share this lovely podcast. I'm Drea Renee and we will see you guys next time.